Fun health fact. Laughing is good for the heart and it increased blood flow by a massive 20%. More of the story, laugh a bit more. Welcome to another deep conversation on Vinci to the world, your personal journey to health, wealth, and happiness. My name is Dino Delpesh, your host. I am an entrepreneur and a bodyweight strength coach. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's all good. Just stick around and you'll soon find out. My aim with this segment is to have very deep conversation with extraordinary people from the island of St. Vincent and the Grenadines and abroad. Now, these conversations are designed to bring you greater possibilities and insights into living a healthier lifestyle physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and wait for the big one, financially. Now, if you're the kind of person who attach your value to living a healthier lifestyle, personal development, and self-growth, this is your conversation. Hey, what's up? Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Can you, can you hear me? Yes, I'm hearing you fine. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, it's perfect. Okay, well, We're good. <laughs> welcome to Vinci to the world. Oh, thank you. What's that? <laughs> welcome to Vinci to the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have never really like formally met. The, the way I got connected to you is because we are a part of the same mastermind group. So I figured this would have been a a great opportunity for us to connect and you know share knowledge with our our audience and just to give you a, a quick rundown of what Vinci to the world actually mean I'm from the island of St. Vincent and the Grenadines so usually people who come from this island is called Vince, Vinci it's called Vinci for short <laughs> oh that's cool I didn't know that <laughs> so maybe as a nice. short introduction is just a short icebreaker, you know, before you tell us about who you are. You know, if you had to have a superpower, what would it be and why? Um, you know, I thought about this a lot. And <laughs> I, I think um, my superpower would be just, you know, um, like eradicating hunger, especially in children. Uh, that's one of the okay. things that um, gets me a lot. You know, and I think children should not be hungry at all. Uh, so there's a lot of, mm. you know, uh, um, food insecurity. Uh, I mean, not only in the United States, but I mean, worldwide. And so I think that would be my superpower. <laughs> oh, wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. And where, where are you from in the United States? Where in America are you from? Uh, California. It's a Central Valley. Oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. California. Come join yeah. the party. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, <that's good. laughs> yeah, well, I hope sure. I pronounce your name right. I hope I pronounce your name right. It's Leonila Campos, right? Yep, that's it. Okay, Not a lot cool. of people can say it. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's one point for me then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, based on, based on what I've seen, I know that you are a certified dietitian and also you have your MBA in business administration as well. And you are a nutrition coach. You know, that, that's just a few stuff that I know about you. But you know, just for the sake of those who may not know much about who you are, can you just tell us a bit about yourself? Like, 
yeah, of course. Uh, so yes, you got it right. I do. I am a, a registered dietitian. Um, do they have something like that over there? Mm, I believe they have. I believe we have. I've never met much actually. Okay. Yeah. I've actually been away from yeah. my island for quite a while, so I'll have to do some searching. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's um, <laughs> we get confused, or a lot of people get confused with nutritionists and you know dietitians. Uh, so I won't go yeah. over <laughs> into that, but um, <laughs> it's just you know schooling. It's basically schooling. So it's just a four-year um, college degree. We do like a 1200 hour internship, we have to take um, a state board exam. Uh, and okay. then we have to have continuous hours to keep our registration. Um, and then I do have my master's in business administration. Uh, interesting thing, you know, um, my career is all science. So I love science. Mm. But when I started to think about, you know, I want to become a business owner, I want to become an entrepreneur. Um, I mm. said, well, I don't have a lot of experience in that. So why not, you know, go to school and learn about it? Yeah. So it was, um, it was, it, some of the classes were really tough because it was all about, uh, like marketing and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> finance. <laughs> so, you know, I struggle a little bit on that, but, um, but yeah, so I finished my MBA in December and, and then I decided to join the, the master. Uh, the uh, six-figure mastermind class and um, oh, cool. honestly that has been really really helpful um, in terms yeah, of yeah. you know understanding the business aspect yeah so yeah. you know I think it was a really great investment um, joining that that group uh, let's see what else mm. and I, I've been a dietitian for over four years and so oh, aside wow. from you know working on my business I also work at a dialysis unit so where we where people that have kidney failure uh, go get treatment okay. because their kidneys don't work anymore um, so that's my full-time oh, wow. job and then I'm trying to uh, grow my business slowly <laughs> well you like you're like a super mom, you're growing your business, you save people who has kidney failure, you you have a background in science, but you did your MBA in business administration. That's like a serious superpower you have there. Thanks. <laughs> 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 Didn't think about that way, but I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have a similar background story to you because most of my, my journey before, like, going to university, I even in university was science-based. I did science in high school, I did science in college, my bachelor's is in engineering. And then at a particular point after graduation, I'm like, I don't think I wanna become an engineer. I don't think I wanna <laughs> do engineering work. And I had the opportunity of doing my master's in, a, in an entrepreneurship program. And then I, I took that opportunity. And it seems as though I spent five years you know, in, in school doing science and two years doing, you know, entrepreneurship stuff. And then that two years seemed more valuable than the five years that I spent. <laughs> so I don't know if your situation was more or less the same or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, in a way, um, I guess, uh, in, you know, for me, because I do, um, I love what I do as a dietitian. Uh, I guess it was practical. Uh, in terms of okay. you know being in school for so long but i do love the side of you know the business side of things and so yeah uh going in went to business school um 
was really helpful to understand, you know, the business side of things. Um, otherwise, I don't think I would have, I don't know, but, <laughs> but I have learned mm -hmm. so much. And uh, at the same, the same time, I have learned a lot um, in the, the mastermind class too, like the, mm, uh, the application of what I learned. Um, yeah, the yeah, um, yeah. Program. That's what I realized as well. I think the schooling system can only take us up to a particular point, but at a, the application stage requires a certain level of coaching, you know, that the mastermind brings and it gives us the opportunity to connect with each other, just like how we're doing here right now. You know, and I think that's where the, the power comes from that. That's where the value comes from, you know, being able to share your ideas and having people who have similar interests. So when you have an idea, somebody's not going to tell you, oh, this is stupid or this won't work or stuff like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I agree. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Continue. No, I, I was just saying that I definitely agree. You know, you have an idea and uh, you have other people uh, that are, you know, the same, going through the same things. Uh, they're not going to say, like you said, a stupid idea. It's just they're going to yeah. give you advice, or coach you, mentor you yeah. uh, to guide you yeah. through through the right path. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I had a, a question like, like dietitian, nutritionist. I know, you know, you said you didn't want to go there, but I'm curious because I don't know the difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist and why you need to do four years of a nutrition course and then after get your dietitian certification. Like what, what's up with that? Okay. Yeah. So, um, so a dietitian, um, it, you know, you, in order for you to, to be called a dietitian or a registered dietitian, um, you have to have those four years of college. Uh, and it has to be okay. in like food and science, uh, food science and nutrition or something related. Um, uh. And then and then you have to have the 1200 hour internship uh, to prepare okay. you as an entry level dietitian. Uh, almost like um, like doctors, right? They, they have to go to, uh, uh, what is it called? Internship in a way. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then you have to take a board exam. Um, yeah, it's like to make sure you so, don't kill people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, versus a nutritionist, you know, at least here in the U.S., anyone can call themselves a nutritionist. Uh, you know, if you have a certificate that maybe um, a course that you took um, and it took you like maybe a few weeks to, to do, you, you can call yourself a nutritionist. Um, mm. but you cannot call yourself a dietitian because you don't have oh, the schooling, wow. you don't have the registration for it. And oh, this wow. is also okay. goes into play with like insurances, uh, like, and then, um, treating a specific chronic conditions like diabetes or kidney mm. failure or, um, have, you know, hypertension. Um, so mm. only dietitians are able to, um, to address those specific conditions, um, dietary you know like giving them advice okay. in terms of food um okay. but if you're a nutritionist because that's not your scope of practice um you don't have the school perhaps maybe you do have the knowledge for it but um in terms of you yeah. know legal things um yeah yeah you're yeah. not able to yeah. to be so specific like provide medical nutrition yeah, yeah. therapy Okay. Yeah, that's, okay. Those are major differences. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Now I know I learned something new here. <laughs> so you're like, you're like, as a dietitian, you're more or less, you can cure people with food. 
you know, like diabetes, high blood pressure, and those stuff. You you create the magical food recipe that they need to follow so that they can, you know, be good with their body and their self. <laughs> Am I correct? Right. Yeah. In, in, yep. In a way, that's you know, that's we can look at it that way. Yeah. <laughs> so how how does that work when when working with clients? Like like, oh, how does that work? What's the process like? Uh, so if someone, let's say if someone um, reach out, reaches out to me to say, you know, I, I'm diabetic and I need to have control over my diabetes, then that's the only thing we will focus on, uh, making sure, you know, it's mostly on. So again, my approach is uh, something that they are going to be able to do. Uh, so it's not going to be just my plan. Let's say I'm not going to tell them, OK, this is what you're going to eat and this is what you're going to do. Um, although, you know, essentially I'm the professionals <laughs> that would help them. But if I know that they're not ready, if I know that they're not going to follow yeah. that, then I'm kind of wasting my time. So I have to yeah. go with uh, how ready the client is in terms of um, what they, the things that they can do. So if they tell me, mm. you know, I'm not, I cannot count carbohydrates. You know, that's one of mm. like one of the approaches for diabetes. You know, count your carbohydrates to make sure that your blood sugars are under control. But if they tell me, you know, yeah. I cannot do that, then what's the point of me telling them, count your carbohydrates? So we'll do a mm. different approach based on what they are ready to do. So let's say they are ready to um, to maybe drink diet soda instead, instead of regular soda, then we'll focus on that. You know, um, the process it's, can be very, very slow at the beginning because you want them to create habits um, slowly. And so that's going to take time. Uh, yeah. So that's for some, for uh, you know maybe a client that has diabetes. If it's something mm. more general, like you know I just want to lose weight, I don't have any health conditions, mm. then we'll focus on you know a different a different kind of plan. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, like like talking about the habits. Like how long, from your experience, how long does it really take a client to really change, you know, a habit that may be you know hindering them from getting results. Uh, oh my gosh. So it, it depends on the person, you know, if the person mm. is very consistent, um, mm. and they're hitting, you know, every week they're, they're working on that specific goal okay. then you can create a habit like maybe within six weeks, but if they're like on and off, mm -hmm. you know, it can be 12 weeks, it can be longer. Um, so okay. it really depends on, on the person, you know, if they're very consistent, as we know, if we do something consistently every single day, it becomes part of you. Right, it becomes something that mm. you don't have to think about it about it for yeah, yeah. You know, once once you do it. But if you do it like one day, yes, maybe you go three four days without doing it, and you do it again. Mm. Um, so then, so it's very inconsistent, and so it's going to take you longer to create that habit. Mm. Mm. I figure as much. <laughs> so if you don't use it, you lose it. So <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> And I, I think like the, the whole entire, you know, the purpose of this conversation was more about sustainability and accountability. And it was very interesting that I had a conversation with Nathan. He's also a part of our, our group. And our entire conversation was about, you know, sustainability, you know, and how important it is. Because he was saying that one thing that happens to a lot of, he's, he, he mostly said ladies, but I think it happens to guys as well when they're trying to get results, whether they're losing weight uh, they're trying to get in a particular physique. They tend to do these crash course diets 
they'll lose the weight quickly, but after they'll gain back even more than they have lost. Right. Is that something you usually experience as well with your clients? Uh, what you have seen happen? Yes, yes. I usually, um, I haven't, I haven't talked to a lot of men um, about that, but uh, the women that have approached me, uh, that's one of the things they say, you know, I've been yo-yo dieting or I've been on this mm. diet on and off, you know, I follow it for, you know, some period of time and then, you know, I get tired or it's, you know, I'm not able to do it anymore uh, and then I stop and then I start eating again, or, you know, or I start doing mm. what I was doing before and then I gain the weight yeah. back even, even more. So, yeah, it's... Um, it's something that happens to maybe a lot a lot of people or if not everybody that is, has been trying to lose weight um following a, a yo-yo diet diet or following something that like you call it crash diet mm. uh, <clears throat> because like you said it's not sustainable right if it's something that requires a lot of work for you to do and you're doing it because then maybe you want to fit in a dress or you want to be in a wedding or whatever uh and then you don't have the motivation to keep doing it, right? Or you don't have that, that um, drive or that why, um, then mm. the likelihood of you going back to the old habits is going to be pretty high. Uh, so yeah, it has yeah. to be something sustainable that, you know, once you do it, you do it uh, consistently, again, consistency, um, <laughs> and it becomes part of you. So you don't have to like really, really struggle to do it. And so that's when mm. you will create a lifestyle change. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what, what, what do you think is the main, what's the main drive of consistency? Like you mentioned having a, a strong why. But when I, when I look at myself personally, for me, I think like I've been doing it so much. Sometimes it doesn't matter what my why is. You know, it just became a habit. And we also speak about that. But what about somebody you know, who have been jumping off and on and they just can't hold it. What, what do you think is that number one determining factor that really, you know, helps somebody to become more consistent as they're going on this journey? I think really finding um, the reason why they are doing it. Sometimes, you know, some people say, oh, I'm doing it for my family. Um, hmm. But I think, I think we need to dig down, we need to dig deeper, like, what yeah. if you didn't have your family, you know, will you just not do it? Uh, so finding that why, like, okay, do you, you know, what do you see when, um, when you look at yourself, you know, what do you see or what, how do you want to see yourself down the road, like in five years, 10 years? Mm, um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, finding something that is not maybe the family, uh, but maybe more like in themselves, you know, what is mm. going to, get you out of bed to get that workout done or get you, you know, uh, help you with choosing healthier choices, which mm -hmm. it can be really hard. Sometimes it takes time to uh, really think about it and it takes time for them to, to give you the answer. Uh, I don't think mm -hmm. they'll probably do that right away. Like I said, if they give you an answer right away, it's usually family. It's usually not so much about themselves. And so we want to mm -hmm. really dig down deep and say, okay, Let's say if you don't have your family, you know, why, mm -hmm. why do you really want to do these? Uh, and mm. do you really want to, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's because, a good question. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you can have, sometimes um, we can be motivated, but let's say, honestly, we're, there's going to be days, maybe lots of days that you're 
you're not going to have the motivation to do that workout mm-hmm. or to, you know, eat that um, or choose those healthier options. Um, so that's when you have to really, really think about why are you doing this in the, in the first place? Um, yeah, yeah. Is it something yeah. that I really <laughs> want, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty. It's pretty interesting uh, what you are saying. Like, I, I, I actually just got off a call with a, with a client, and you know, but he, he, a very interesting guy, very successful person, you know, and he's been doing things, at his age, a typical person won't be doing, but still, even though he has a why as to why he's doing it, it still feels there's this always this roadblock as to you know to get him past that next step. You know, and I've I've experienced, you know, working with people who, you know, they they know their why sometimes, but then things tend to get difficult. Or this, I don't know, the self talk comes in the way, you know, and and to really, yeah, exactly, exactly, self sabotaging. You know, like what what um Vince says about Vince says um Vince has a word that he used um oh my gosh okay I can't remember it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, self-sabotaging more or less. So, you know, and when I approach, when I meet people like that, the process of getting them past that particular way of thinking is always different. But how do you deal with a client, you know, who maybe has a why, and but still it seems hard for them to want to, you know, continue? Yeah, um, that, that can definitely be very difficult. So I usually try yeah, to yeah. focus more on... Uh, <laughs> on the things that they're able to do you know sometimes we focus so much on the things that mm. we, we cannot do right or like i can't that's do this true, anymore true. or it's so hard yeah, yeah. so i usually bring them yeah. back and say okay what can you do right mm. if you have you know if, if you're able to do something now what is it that you can do now um mm. and so it brings them back to like okay that's true what can i do now and if it's even if it's something really really small you know like um i'm able to drink more water, you know, drink 32 ounces of water, whatever, <clears throat> three mm. times a week. Um, okay, perfect. Let's, let's focus on that. Let's work on that. Um, mm. And then we'll come back and, and then address maybe the other goals that we had talked about before. Um, mm. Because, you know, as humans, we usually focus on the challenges. We focus on the negativity uh, not mm. so much on like the successes or the positive things that, um, that we can accomplish or that we've done. Um, and so if they're still, you know, maybe not, maybe they, they're still finding negative things or challenges, uh, then, you know, if you've been working with them for a while, um, or even maybe not for a while, but you've noticed that they've done changes and they have some success or some wins, then we talk about that, right? Like, you know, you know, what changes have you done? Or what changes have you seen from when you started the program with me to now? Uh, and then, mm-hmm. you know, they'll mention them, whatever. So then yeah. we focus on that, right? Like, you know, imagine what, mm. what else can you accomplish in the next three weeks or in the next 12 weeks, yeah, yeah, right? You yeah. should think about that. Um, so, mm. so like I said, sometimes um, I usually, even when I do check-ins with my clients, you know, I foc- I, the first thing we go over is, you know, what are your successes? What, what are your wins so far this week? Um, mm. And then after that, uh, we'll go on to what are your challenges? You know, what, what challenges do you face? Um, and then we'll focus on the plan. You know, how can I help you yeah, yeah. to make sure yeah. that you are successful for the for this next week or two mm. weeks or whatever the case may be. Um, mm. So I think it's it's 
it's a focusing on on those positive things right the successes yeah sometimes it brings yeah, yeah. light to them and they're like okay and that's true. <laughs> it's like showing yeah, a little bit of motivation in their bucket you know a little bit of motivation right <laughs> yeah exactly yeah Absolutely. because I, I yeah a lot of a lot of us because we're so close to ourselves we don't see you know we don't see our progress Sometimes we need somebody outside right. of us to look in and tell us, oh, but look, you've been doing so great. You've been improving here. You know, like in my first conversation with, with um, George, he said that um, he, he told me this quote. If you're in the if you're if you're still in the frame, you can't see the bigger picture. You know, if you're standing in the frame, you can't see the bigger picture. <laughs> so I think good. that's what you yeah, really have like to Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Because like you say, you know, you see yourself every single day uh, and you don't see a change. But, mm. you know, if, you, if you've been working on yourself and you've, you've been making changes and then um, someone notices that and then they'll let you know. So that can be that's definitely a motivator, too. Mm. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And on the on the. I think we're now getting on to the whole idea of accountability. Like what, what does what does accountability mean to you? And like, you know, like how, how does that really help you know, in any way? Like I know how it helps, but maybe somebody who's listening may not really get what is accountability and how, how does that really work? Yeah, so um I think being accountable means just uh having someone that is going to not so much like hold you by the hand although as coaches i think we kind of do that um, <laughs> but it's someone that is going to guide you is going to mentor you uh, is going to help you in those times of like when you're like okay i don't think i can do this anymore or yeah. when you want to give up so be when you're yeah. accountable to someone like you have to answer not so much answer to someone but like follow up with someone or say okay you know my coach is going to ask me how i'm doing on friday so sometimes having that just that idea of you checking in with somebody it kind of gives you that drive of doing it uh yeah. or that guilt if you're not doing it some kind of feeling right so you have a feeling regardless you know if it's like you know of guilt of not doing it or happiness that hey you know i accomplished this i'm gonna Ooh. I don't know. Can you still see me? Okay, you're back. Something you're back. Happened. I don't know. Okay, go ahead. It's okay. It's um, okay. And so, and so being accountable, it means just means you know that you are able to do something, uh, probably at a great success, as opposed to not having anyone mm. or being accountable to anyone. Because you can say, you know, I'm accountable yeah. to myself, but if we know that when mm. you're when you're struggling, you kind of give up, uh, then mm. you're not a it's better to have someone else, you know, to to be there yeah, for you and to guide you, to provide you yeah. with those maybe um, tools or skills that you might need. Even that that yeah. you know, a quick talk and say, hey, you know, I know you're struggling, but I'm here for you. Uh, let's keep working on these goals, uh, something like that. Um, yeah. So definitely having accountability, having someone to to hold you accountable, um, it's it's very helpful. Hmm, it is. It is. You. You just remind me of um, a recent client who started working with me, 
uh, he, he usually works out and then he came onto my program and he said, after, when we had our first coaching call, he said that usually I'll, when I work out, if it gets hard, I'll just stop because now I have, but now I have like certain things that I need to do. And then he know he's going to check in with me. He said he push he pushes herself even more, you know, <laughs> it's like that psychological, you know, that psychological game that that plays on their mind when it comes to being accountable yeah right yeah i think as humans we we don't want to um disappoint right yeah Um, yeah yeah like you have someone it's like oh i don't want to disappoint that person um that's usually you know so it's it's, like you said psychological for sure (laughs) (laughs) but what are you what about you personally have you ever had a situation where you know you have been held accountable and as a result of that you your profile you did something you didn't expect you would have done have you ever had such situation yeah absolutely in our uh, mastermind class you know we had um we had these exercises where we said okay we're not going to use our phone from this time to this time ah um, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know were you on that too yeah 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 it was on that as well <laughs> yeah so so you know it was um i had to remind myself you know, that, okay, yeah. make sure that you don't use your phone from this time to this time. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, so it really helped, right? Because it, mm-hmm. was, it was all about just being more productive and using your time yeah, to, yeah, to was, do things. Was, uh, yeah, so it definitely yeah. helped, yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. when when uh, Ben said, okay, next week we're going to check in and see how you did and how your, mm-hmm. uh, your buddy did. Um, yeah, so yeah. I had to make sure that, you know, I had a report <laughs> and then I, yeah, I did it. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I probably wouldn't have done it. Uh, you know, being That's completely true. honest. Um, so when you have <laughs> that accountability and someone telling you, "Okay, we're gonna check in on Monday. Yeah, we're gonna see where you where you're at." Um, so yes, it definitely pushes you to to do something. Um, so yes, it works for even for uh, for us co- coaches <laughs> too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was a very interesting thing for me because my my girlfriend she's in Korea, right? So there's a big time difference. So we usually have specific time when we are speaking. Uh, so I, I had to be so sh- Can you hear me now? Mic check. Can you hear me now? Okay. And we're back. We're recording again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a long technical glitch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm. So seeing that we have, we have take up so much of the time what we'll do just go into the the final segment of our conversation it's what i like to call vinci trivia is where i ask my horses horse three simple questions about saint vincent and the grandines and i give you an opportunity to also learn about you know this small island that is just a dot on top of the map so let me see if i can bring this up okay first question right the first question is what is the capital of St. Vincent and the Grenadines? Oh my goodness. Oh, have, have, have four options. I, I'll, I'll give you the options. Option number one A. Is it Kingston? Is it B. Georgetown? Is it C. Kingston? Or is it the Jamaica? Oh man, see? See? 
<laughs> see, that's that very lucky guess. Yes, it's see, it's actually King. Oh King. man. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely lucky guess. <laughs> Somebody's been studying, huh? Somebody's no. been studying. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> Okay, so the capital of St. Vincent and the Grenadines is known as Kingston. That's K-I-N-G-S-T-O-W-N. Okay, moving on to the next question. The next question is another very simple question. Where is St. Vincent and the Grenadines located? So the options are A, the Caribbean, B, South America, C, Southeast Asia, and D, Barbados. See, uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not sure. What's it? A? A? Wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, A's another lucky guess, yes. St. Vincent and the Grenadines is a Caribbean island. It's okay. located in the Lesser Antilles of the Caribbean, which is a much smaller, smaller island. Okay, if you if you need to go and check on the data, I think you can go ahead. Don't let her cry too much. The last question, right? What is the national dish of St. Vincent and the Grenadines? Let me see how lucky you are. <laughs> so far, you've been running on some good fuel, though. Okay, the A, salt fish and spinach. B, boss up shot. C, breadfruit and jackfish. And D, pilau. Oh no, man, it's a tough one. <laughs> I'll say D. D. Okay, I guess you got two out of three, right? The <laughs> national dish of the island of St. Vincent and the Grenadines is fried breadfruit and jackfish. Jackfish, okay. okay. That was, that was going to be my second one, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <close enough. laughs> if ever you got to come to the island here in St. Vincent and the Grenadines and you want to enjoy, you know, the national dish, uh, something you know that is local to here you can just say you know i want some breadfruit and some jackfish <laughs> okay thanks for the tip <laughs> uh, i really appreciate you being on to have this conversation with me you know mm -hmm. we really dived into a lot of stuff other than the technical glitches it was all good yeah <laughs> i'm happy to be you know that bridge i can share with you a bit about the islands here in the caribbean so whenever you're ready to visit, you know, you're welcome. Just give me a, a nudge. And if I'm not here, I can organize somebody who's here to <laughs> give you the ultimate tour. Likewise, likewise. <laughs> and one more thing, if if anybody would like to reach out to you, like how can they, you know, get connected? If somebody is in need of a nutrition coach or a dietitian, how can we work with you? How can they work with you? Yeah, so I have I'm on Instagram as coach. Um, what is that one? It's not the dash, the the one that is under dash. Under <laughs> Yeah, coach, uh, and then that one, Leonila. My my whole first name, L E O N I L A. Mm -hmm. Let me bring it up. 
Like that, right? Let's see. I don't think I can see it. It's to the bottom, to the bottom left uh, Yeah, I can underscore. Oh, underscore is there. Yeah, so like that. And then um, on Facebook, it's just my full name, Leonila Campos. Um, okay. And then that's it. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So they can just, Leonila Campos, they just go and send you a message, be like, yo, Leonila, I need some help with my diet and my nutrition planning. I need to get in shape for 2020. Need to look sexy. <laughs> and who do you work with? Who do you work with? Like, what kind of people you wanna you want to reach out to you? Uh, so my focus is uh, moms um, okay. or pregnant women. But you know, if someone reaches out to me um, that is not in that in that niche or category, then you know we can definitely um, talk about how we can work um, together. Okay, amazing, yeah. amazing. Okay, even guys as well. Yeah, that's fine. If yeah, if they okay. reach out for sure. <laughs> okay, cool. That's amazing. This was an amazing conversation. I'll I'll let you be now, and I'm looking forward to staying connected. This is just our first conversation. Maybe you know, sometime down the future, we can have another conversation. So Absolutely. thank you for joining us on the world. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And you you have a wonderful yeah, and I, and I learn. I learned. <laughs> thank yeah. you for, for the facts. <laughs> That's the idea. I'll be repurposing the the conversation and turning it into a podcast. So when once that is finished, I'll share it with you. Awesome, perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah. You stay You're safe, welcome. okay? Take care. Talk to you soon. You too, you too. Yeah, take care, baby. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Okay, guys, that was another conversation and a deep conversation on Vince to the world. This session, I had the opportunity of speaking with. Leonelia Campos. She's a nutrition coach and a certified dietitian. And if you guys are interested in you know, that type of service, you can find her on Instagram at coach underscore Leonela. Or you can just go to Facebook and you can search for her by her full name, which I'll type at the bottom, which is Leo Mila Campos. Okay. Okay, that's it. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. Peace out. I'm sorry for all the technical difficulties, but you know this is all part of the journey. I enjoyed the conversation and I hope you enjoyed it. You've made it to the end of another deep conversation on Vinci to the world. And I hope that this conversation has brought you a ton of value. As I said, that my aim here is to act as a bridge between two worlds that of St. Vincent and the Grenadines, and that of the network of experts I've had the opportunity of connecting with throughout the years. Now to ensure that my mission here has been accomplished, all I ask is for you to leave a comment in the comment section stating what top three insights did you gain as a result of this conversation. And also if you like, you can also leave one actionable step that you can take in the next seven days that is going to elevate your personal development. I'm Dino Delplesh, your favorite bodyweight strength coach. One love.